leading things off for St. Genevieve as we bring you the shelter entrance starting lineups. It's the shortstop Ava Huber. She's followed by Maddie Terry at third base. And batting third, Chloe Staffen as the first pitch is in there for a called strike. Again, that brought to you by Boyd and Associates. The cleanup hitter, the center fielder, Hope Schmelzley. Mallory Wolk is the first baseman batting fifth and batting sixth. The second baseman, Mia Schweigert. And Ava Meyer is the right fielder batting seventh as the 1-0-1 misses high and the count's even at a ball and a strike. Again, Ava Meyer, the right fielder batting seventh. Brenna Wiener is the left fielder batting in the eighth spot. And Ava Greer is the pitcher. She bats ninth. Then the 1-1 inside for a ball. To Ava Huber, it's 2-1-1 to her. St. Genevieve 3-3 three three on the season. Their head coach is Becky Keim in her second season. And again, that lineup reads Huber, Terry, Staffen, Schmelzley, Wolk, Schweigert, Meyer, Wiener, and Greer. Here's a bounding ball towards the shortstop. Diving Huber, but or, uh, strange rather. And it gets through the hole, and Ava Huber has a leadoff single, and Glenn Berry brings you the fielding alignment for the right. Arcadia Valley Tigers. Let's start for the Arcadia Valley Tigers in the left field. Ruth Francis out there on left. Lily Persley will be in center field. Riley Diller will be in right. It's Addison Gallagher at third. Caitlin Strange at short. Rihanna Ivester at second. Elena Lara at first base. Kinsey Hurd is behind the plate. And Caden Swighted, as you alluded to before the game, a relative of Colin Whitehead, we saw yesterday on the mound. First pitch swinging for Terry. That one's going to drop in front of the left fielder and back-to-back singles to start the first inning for St. Jen. They have two runners on and nobody out for the catcher, Chloe Staffen. You know, one of the things that's kind of difficult about softball, about baseball, any kind of sport, when you're playing left field and you've got a right-handed batter up there, even if they pop it up, you've got to get down and get under it a little bit. So it takes maybe a step off of what you should be getting there uh, quicker, and uh, she just couldn't get to it that time to get to a ball that dropped in front of her. That was Ruth Francis and uh, Maddie Terry is on first base. And Chloe Staffen ahead in the count as the first pitch misses high and inside. The St. Jen Dragons wearing green road uniforms, wording on the front Dragons with a white trim and green trim on the white lettering as that pitch misses low and away for a ball. It's 2-0. and Numbering the same as the lettering, white with that white and green trim. A white piping down the center of the jersey. Bunch shown from Staffen pulled back, and it's high, 3-0. and and some double piping on the edge of the sleeves, two white lines, green pants and white socks, and a white belt on these St. Jen jerseys. Arcadia Valley in their home yellow uniforms, black pants with black sleeves and a black shoulder cap. The wording on the front, well, there is no wording, as the 3-0 is in there for a strike. It's 3-1. and one. It's just a big, huge Arcadia Valley Tiger logo, and if you don't know what that looks like, visit our website, kfmosports.com. You'll see it. On the home page, the 3-1 coming. Bunt shown. It's put down right back to the pitcher. Going to be a tough play. Coming to get it, though, is Whited on a first. And they get one out, so a sacrifice bunt as Staffen moves the runners both into scoring position. And a good job that time by Elena Lara to do the stretch just a bit to get that extra little, uh, I guess not step, but actually a little bit extra before the uh, step got there. And then once she caught the ball, she didn't relax. She looked the runner back to third base. And that brings in cleanup hitter Hope Schmelzley. And she lays off the first pitch at the belt for a strike. Smellsley, the center fielder, wears jersey number 18 for the Dragons. Yellow socks on Arcadia Valley's jersey. The black numbers on the back have a white trim as Smellsley is ahead of that one, 0 2. It looked like White had pulled the string. We saw her cousin, Colin White, had pitched yesterday for Arcadia Valley in a 6 0 loss. And the 0 2 to Smellsley. 
She'll poke this one towards right field. The right fielder coming on. Can't get it. It's going to roll back past her and be slowed down by the grass. One run comes in, rounding second and heading to third. And now home is Maddie Terry. She'll score uncontested and pulling into third base on the throw is Hope Schmelzley. She cleans up the bases with a two RBI double and the score 2 nothing St. Jen. That time, I think the jump by right fielder Riley Dillard just wasn't good enough. She jumped on it, but uh, she was a little bit back, and I think she was expecting it to come to her a little more. It had a little knuckle on it, and it fell in front of her, and both runners come around to score. And with the runner at third, Mallory Wolk stands in, the first baseman. She's ahead in the count 1-0. Only one away in this top of the first inning, and this bouncer is foul, and it's going to be stopped by the on-deck hitter, Mia Schweiger. That one uh, out that was committed was Chloe Staffen uh, bunting, trying to move the runners up and possibly even get on base as well. We see that quite a bit early in the season with softball. The 1-1 slow roller towards the second baseman coming in. Ivester on to first and another good stretch by Elena Lara over there at first, and they retire that batter in Wolk, but scoring Hope Schmelzley on the RBI ground out. Well, that's where you want to hit it. If you're going to make an out, put it first of all, put it in play. Second of all, hit it to the right side because... That ball was just out of the reach of the pitcher Greer, or rather uh, Whited, and uh, had to go to second base, and Ivester made a good play to get the out. And Mia Schweiger stands in ahead in the count 1-0. Starting lineup is brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Agents Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance at 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955. Your local shelter insurance agent, we're your shield, we're your shelter. The 1-0 in there for a strike, and now the 1-1. Bouncing ball just beyond the third base bag and foul, and the count's one and two. Swagger just a bit on top of that one as she was right on it, but just kind of hit it off the uh, end of the bat, kind of up, up above the ball itself, and that just drove it into the ground and foul. And the one-two from Whited. Off-speed hops on the plate, and the count evens at two balls and two strikes. <laughs> Got to give... Swigert some credit on that. That thing looked fat. It looked like it was rolling over the plate slow, almost like a men's softball league pitch. And uh, if she'd have tried to hit that, I think she'd have popped it up. She just laid off of it. The 2-2. This one's popped in the air. Shortstop going back. That's Caitlin Strange. The left fielder coming in and a dive, and Ruth Francis can't come up with it. And that'll be a stand-up double with two away for Mia Schweiger. I think the wind blowing just a little bit out towards the right center in this ballpark, not nearly as bad as it was yesterday in Fredericktown, but uh, that ball just eluded the left fielder, Francis, who didn't get a good jump on it again. Uh, she probably needs to play in a little bit uh, more shallow on some of the players lower in the batting lineup and maybe get a little bit better jump on those. First pitch just misses inside. The right fielder, Ava Meyer, the seventh spot in the St. Genevieve lineup. Ahead 1-0 with the runner at second and two away in the top of the first inning. The pitch from Whited. Not the letter is right there for a strike. And count evens. Whitehead trying to get out of this inning without doing any more damage. She's already allowed three runs across the plate, trying to keep the fourth from happening. This one's yanked down the line and left. That'll get foul. It was a good stroke. If they could have kept it fair, that would have been a double at least for Ava Meyer in the counts one and two. And, you know, just as soon as I say, hey, maybe the left fielder should play in just a little bit, she jacks that one down the left field line. Lucky for Arcadia Valley, though, it's drifted foul by a large margin. Meyer behind one and two. Cadence whited from the rubber in the circle. She'll deliver the one-two. Swing and a miss. Meyer down swinging. First strikeout for Whited, and we head to the bottom of the first inning. 
And the score, 3-0, St. Jen. Arcadia Valley coming up, 1-2-3. Caitlin Strange, Caden Swided, and Brianna Ivester to lead things off for the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers, who trail 3-0 on KFMO. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. It's back. What's back, Charlotte? I'm not going back to work. No, silly. The pretzel crust pizza at Little Caesars. Ah, so customers can once again enjoy our pretzel crust topped with creamy cheddar cheese and loaded pepperoni. Yum. Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready from 4 to 8 for only $6.99. So try one today. Charlotte, I say pretzel, you say... Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. Oh, well, at least it's back. Banking with people like you. Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you. Unico Bank. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bon Terre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. Bottom of the first, one, two, three, two up for Arcadia Valley, and let's meet the Lady Tigers starting lineup. Leading things off the shortstop, Caitlin Strange batting second, the pitcher Cadence Whited batting third, the second baseman, it's Brianna Ivester, and then Elena Lara is the first baseman and cleanup hitter. Center fielder Lily Persley, and batting fifth, it's the sixth hitter Kinsey Hurt, the catcher, batting seventh, the de- designated player in the spot of the right fielder and flex player. Skylar Romines is the hitter, Riley Dillard is in right field. The first pitch missing low for a ball, and Ahead in the count, Caitlin Strange. Betting eighth, the third baseman, Addison Gallagher. And rounding out the lineup, left fielder, Ruth Francis. For Arcadia Valley, they're one and three in the 1-0. Swung on and missed, evening the count one and one. As the lineup goes up against pitcher Ava Greer. Again, for Arcadia Valley, their head coach is Matt Oberly in his fifth season. They go Strange, Whited, Ivester, Lara, Persley, Hurt, Romines, Gallagher, and Francis. The 1-1 popped up to the third baseman, Maddie Terry. She'll get into foul territory and catch it. P5 on the putout. That's out number one, and we met Terry and the pitcher Ava Greer, and Glenn Berry brings you the rest of the fielding alignment for the St. Jen Dragons. All right, going left to right from left field, you got Autumn Werner in left field, Hope Schmelzley in center field, Ava Meyer in right. At third base, it's Maddie Terry. At shortstop, Ava Huber. It's Maya Schwagert over, or Schwagert over at second base. You've got Mallory Wolk at first, and on the infield, the battery is Chloe Staffan and Ava Greer on the mound for the St. Jen Dragons. Starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency located at 63 East School Street in Bonterre. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. Your local shelter insurance agent, we're your shield, we're your shelter. Cadence Whited behind 0-2 quickly in this first inning. And the second hitter as Caitlin Strange was retired on three pitches. Gotta like the way Greer is coming right after him after getting three runs in the top of this inning. The 0-2 Whited lays off the rising pitch and the count is 1-2. And that's not a bad pitch right there. That pitch is a little bit up and out, but maybe you get the batter to chase just a bit. The 1-2 on the outside part of the plate, a ball, and the count's even at two balls and two strikes. Why did working the count? She needed 25 pitches to get out of the first inning. 
And the 2-2 hopping to the plate and gets to the backstop. That'll be a ball and a full count. You know, some pitchers like to waste pitches on the outside corner, try to see if they can get a batter to go fish. Bob Gibson was always the guy that said, hey, I'm going to throw a million pitches in my career. Why do I need to throw an extra 200,000? The 3-2 right on the outside part of the plate. Down looking goes Cadence Whited. And quickly two away in this bottom of the first. I did see the other day Roger Clemens talking about the new uh, hit count and the pitch count rule. And using that instead of wasting pitches. It was kind of an odd way to look at it. But he said, you know, if I'm up 0-2 on a guy, I may just stand there and take the penalty so I can get a little bit of a rest and then come back (laughs) at him again. So we may see playing with that a little bit as that first pitch comes in for a strike. It's Brianna Ivester in with two outs in the inning, and she evens the count one and one by laying off the fastball in the dirt. Ivester from the left-handed batter's box, wearing jersey number 15 for the Lady Tigers, and the one-one just missed outside and a little bit low, and the count's two and one. She's not missing by much. She's barely missing the outside corner, or maybe just a little bit low on some of these pitches, but they're close in there, so you got to be on a good batting eye. The 2-1. This one fouled back to the concession stand, and the count is even at two balls and two strikes. And Ava Greer working quickly from the circle. As she rocks and fires the 2-2, swing and a miss, striking out Ivester, and that'll do it for the first inning. We played one full 3-0 the score. St. Genevieve with the advantage. It's Bruno Wiener, Ava Greer, and Ava Huber do up for St. Genevieve. We'll get back to the top. Of the order, 3 nothing through 1. You're listening to High School Softball, St. Jen and Arcadia Valley on KFMO. You need insurance for your car, your home, your life, or your health? You can do it yourself or go with a professional insurance agent. Jerry Weems of Weems Insurance Agency, 573-701-9300. We've got you covered. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Abishan on Benham Street in Bonterre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. Coverage of high school softball is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance Mike Sonsagraw in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, Pettis Automotive Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington, Belgrade State Bank, and Dalton Home Improvement. Leading things off for St. Jen, the left fielder and left-handed hitter, Brenna Wiener, and she pokes at a Fastball out of the zone, trying to bunt things, and she's behind a one and the pitch. Going for the slap hit approach, but she lays off the ball high, and it's one and one. Again, Cadence Whited needed 25 pitches to get out of the first inning. 14, though, for her counterpart, Ava Greer, and the one-one. 
Slapped the other way to the shortstop. It's going to be off the shortstop glove. That's strange. And an easy base hit for Brenna Winner. As unable to get to it in time was strange. She had to reach for it and it just tipped right off her glove. That's the thing about high school softball. You don't have a lot of time to react. So a ball hit right at you is about the best possibility of getting it out. A ball hit one side or the other, you've got to really get on it, get a good jump, you've got to get to it, come up throwing. And sometimes that gets a, a player to where they're just not uh, able to get the person at first no matter what. O2 or uh, the uh, first pitch, a strike. The runner goes, and Wiener in there safely with the stolen base, and the count's 0-1. She was awfully close to leaving early, a really good jump. She now stands at second base. The 0-1 to Ava Greer fouls it off right behind us, and the count's 0-2. I like the way she gets the lead. Not, you know, in baseball, a lot of guys get that lead off of the base. She goes to the opposite side or the uh, side farthest from the base she's going to, and she kind of backs up a little bit with one foot on the bag and then kind of gets a head running start. Go to slap the other way past the second baseman, Ivester, and a single for Greer, and that'll bring in a runner to score, and Wiener is there as the ball rolls all the way to the fence, and a double for Ava Greer, and an RBI double at that, make it 4 nothing. St. Jen. That little extra jump didn't mean anything that time because that ball was poked hard right to the right side past the second baseman, and once the outfielders got over there, they just couldn't get to it fast enough, and it got past them too. And so Ava Huber will come to the bat. We'll have a courtesy runner. It is Jolie Parker running for Ava Greer. And Ava Huber stands in. She's the leadoff hitter in this lineup as we start our second time through the order. With nobody out and a 4-0 score in the top of the second inning, the pitch. Check swing, call the strike anyways as Huber's behind 0-1. She singled and scored last inning. Looks Sing- like one of those days where the uh, scorecard is going to be messed up quite a bit. Seems to be like it. Leo won high and a little bit outside, and the count's even at 1-1. One and one. Something you don't see a lot at the major league level, but you do at the high school level. Scratches on the inning part where it says 1-2-3 on your score sheet. Scratching it out and putting the last inning. If the team bats around and the one-one in there for a strike, one and two. Except that game. I wonder what the scorecards looked in that one game with the Cardinals right at the end of spring training, because they lost to Houston twenty-four to one. Yes, uh, I didn't. <laughs> I don't think uh, that's probably the best time to lose it. That game wasn't on TV. It wasn't on the radio. Wasn't on Cardinals.com. It was just a, a game that was happening that no one heard about, and the Cardinals lost it twenty-four to one. The 1-2 again, this one on the ground to the third baseman. That one's going to find a hole and get to left as Ava Huber has herself a second hit. The throw into the plate, not online, and Jolie Parker will score with a single and an RBI for Ava Huber. He's reached safely twice on two singles, and she moves up to second on the throw in. Well, the pitches, I think, are pretty good, but some of them are a little bit over the plate coming from Cadence Whited. We saw that yesterday from her cousin, Colin, who left a few over the plate, got hit pretty hard early on. He settled down in the game. Let's see if Cadence can do that. She's down 5 nothing. Nobody out in the inning. Runner over at uh, second base, and she's got some pitching to do. Maddie Terry in with the clean count, and she's hit. And that'll put two runners on for Chloe Staffen, who used a sacrifice bunt to move runners into scoring position, and those runners ended up scoring. Set that as a, an offensive assist for Chloe Staffen. 
that's not what she wanted to do as far as uh, Cadence Whitehead goes. I know she was probably coming back, rearing back a little bit extra, but didn't quite get the control she wanted. First pitch at the knees to Staffin in there for a strike. First pitch of this inning, courtesy of Boyd & Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd & Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. And the 0-1 at the letters for a strike, 0-2, and making quick work of Staffin is... Cadence Whited, let's see if she can finish this one off. No outs here in the second inning. 5 nothing St. Jen. This one's laced to left field. The left fielder Francis coming in and leaps up and makes the catch. And Staffen going to be scored as 0-for-1 today after the sack bunt in the first and the flyout here in the second. One away. Well, she hit that ball as hard as anybody's hit the ball today, but she hit it right at Ruth Francis, and you got to give Ruth credit She's had a little trouble out there today on a couple of fly balls, but that one she played very well and came in and got it. Hope Schmelzley in behind 0-1. She had a two-RBI double in the first. That scored Huber and Terry. They're both on base. And the 0-1. This one's lifted in the air to center field. Lily Persley coming over to her left, makes the catch, and the runner off the bag will not tag as the ball was not hit deep enough and so there's two away and that'll bring in Mallory Wolf. Well both outfielders the uh, left fielder Francis and now the center fielder Lily personally played those balls well they they got some uh, height under that one and that one came out to center field personally did the right thing drifted over to it made the call and made the catch. Wolf lays off the first one at the letters it's called a strike and she's behind 0-1. And the 0-1 at the letters again called a strike on the inside part of the plate. And Wolk behind 0-2. She had an RBI ground out last inning. That scored Hope Schmelzley. By the way, my scorecard and also Cadence Whited would like to get the third out right here. The 0-2 fouled off. Coming right back to us, Glenn. Yeah, I was going to say Mallory Wolk heard me talking about that, so she's like, oh, yeah, Wolk. Wishing that I would make an out. I'll just send one back to you there. The 0-2 again. Just outside, and there's a runner way off first. And the catcher going to run back the runner at second. That wasn't off the bag. Interesting play by Kinsey Hurt back there behind the dish as they had the runner at first, Terry, dead to rights. I think what happened is she turned around and looked at her coach like, wasn't that uh, two outs and we are all running? But, uh, no, not even close to a full count. So she had to get back, and luckily she did. The 1-2 fouled off again. We'll do it again. Mallory Wolk in the dish against Cadence Whited in the pitching circle. On second base, Ava Huber, and at first, Maddie Terry. The 1-2 high, and stealing both bags are the runners as Kinsey Hurt had to run around the hitter to throw it to third. That'll be a double steal. And I think what happened there is what uh, maybe the runner at first base thought was going to happen on the couple of pitches before that. The 2-2, this one on the ground to the third baseman. Good play to scoop it. Gallagher on to first, and that'll do it. Two runners left stranded, three hits in the inning for the Dragons, and they score two, make it 5 nothing after two innings. It'll be 4-5-6 due up for the Lady Tigers. After this, on KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader. 
Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978 for your auto, home, or business, is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Hi folks, this is Randy Hulsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. Laura leading things off for Arcadia Valley. She is the cleanup hitter, and she's behind 0-1-1, and we check the middle area overhead door out-of-town scoreboard as the 0-1 misses high and outside, 1-1. Central leading Bismarck after one inning, 11 to nothing. That's the Central Lady Rebels and Bismarck Lady Indians. And that's on the Mineral Area Overhead Door out-of-town scoreboard at 1020 Woodlawn Drive just north of Farmington. Visit them, and uh, they provide over 40 years of great service to their customers, installing garage doors, awnings, and patio covers, and more. For a full list of services, visit MineralAreaDoor.com as the 1-1 misses 2-1. This one, a little slap hit, and excuse me, swing to the shortstop. Huber in a firing throw on the Mark for Mallory Wolk as she corrals it, and 6-3 on the putout, one away. We talked about it yesterday with a, a couple of situations where the Fredericktown Blackheads just put the uh, ball in play. They just stuck the bat out there and hit it and hit it hard. In softball, you can do the same thing, but that time I think that was kind of an excuse me, I'm not sure if I want to swing or not kind of a hit, and it almost turned into the first hit for A.V. Lily Persley lays off a pitch at the knees for a strike, and she's behind 0-1. That's Glenn Berry. I'm Jared Pettis. Taylor LeBriar back at Studio Central. And an 0-1 count to Persley. And the pitch at the ankles for a ball as Ava Greer works in the circle. Count even at 1-1. She needed just 14 pitches to get through the first. And the 1-1. Swing and a miss. 1-2. Persley behind. And Ava Greer in attack mode in the circle, toes the rubber with the left foot. The right-handed pitcher on the 1-2. This one just a little bit low, and it's 2-2. Two and two. Personally, doing a good job of laying off of that one and making Greer work in the circle. 5-0 the score. St. Jen leading Arcadia Valley. We're in the bottom of the second. Slap hit back to the second baseman. Schweigert there on to first with plenty of time. And there's two away. I think that was actually something she wanted to do. She had a ball... Down low, she felt like she could reach it, felt like she could put it into play, and she just wanted to make contact, so she reached out and uh, slapped it to the right side, but right at the second baseman, Schweigert, and that is out number two. And that brings in Kinsey Hurt, the catcher, right-handed batter, with two away in the bottom of the second, the pitch. 
Swing and a miss on top of that fastball. And the count's 0-1. You got to like the way that uh, Ava Greer is approaching this. Every time she comes out, she knows she's got a lead. She knows they can't hit a five-run homer on her, so let's just go after everybody. 0-1, swing and a miss. Hurt behind it again, 0-2. And she'll step back into the box. And the 0-2 just misses outside. Good job of laying off of that pitch by Kinsey Hurt. Out now one and two. Rocking and dealing, that's Greer, the pitch. Fouled off the end of the bat. The count remains one and two, and thank goodness we're not in the cold. That one might have stung, hurt. Yeah, that was right off the end of the bat and uh, just kind of cue-balled over to the first base dugout where A.V. stands, but a little bit warmer than yesterday. The one-two. This one into the air to center field. That one's going to get down for the first hit of the game for Arcadia Valley in the second inning. And Kinsey Hurts aboard with a two-out single. That was a nice piece of hitting by Kinsey Hurt there. She fouled off a pitch that she really couldn't handle but uh, had to stay alive in order to, uh, you know, keep that going. And this time she took a pitch the opposite field. One kind of was a little bit up and out, and she took it the right field side and the first hit of the game for A.V. And the courtesy runner for the Tigers. It is Lydia Clark. She'll be running for the catcher, Kinsey Hurt, who singled with two outs. Took a bow out there at first. Did you see that? I did not see that. Well, it took him a, <laughs> a couple of times to get her attention. She was standing on the bag, and the umpire and batter were hollering at her. That batter is Addison Gallagher in the right-handed batter's box with the crouch stance. The first pitch to her, swing and a miss. As getting a good lead off the bag was Clark. I beg your pardon, it's Skylar Romines, the designated player. Behind 0-1. Gallagher awaits on deck. The 0-1 at the knees called the ball. It was just a 10 below. It's Arcadia Valley Bunch. They're a vocal bunch over there in the dugout, hollering on about every pitch and trying to keep their team up and keep the spirits going on that. The 1-1, this one inside and fouled off as getting a piece of it was Romines, and it's out of play, 1-2. and two. She's batting in place of the right fielder, Riley Dillard. In the flex position. And the 1-2. A low one outside for a ball. 2-2. Two and two and Clark better be careful over there at first. If the catcher, Chloe Staffen, has a read on it, she can quickly fire it over there to first and they'd have her. The 2-2. Two, two. Here, ooh. Clark thought about it. And that's strike number three. And the inning comes to a close. Romine's down on strikes. Four batters to the dish for the Lady Tigers. They score none and strand one. No runs, one hit, no errors, and that brings up St. Genevieve for the third inning as the Dragons lead 5-0 on KFMO. Hi, Kimber Monroe, local attorney and proud sponsor of high school sports. With over 20 years of legal experience, I'm here to help you. That's Kimber Monroe at KimberMonroeLaw.com. The choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based on advertising. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans Mobility App allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal Mobility App in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozark's Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozark's Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. 
Equal housing lender, member FDIC. It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Save-A-Lab food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Open seven days a week and everything's always fresh. Your Save-A-Lab food stores are proud to be part of the communities they serve and a proud sponsor of high school sports. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace, we can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. American Family Insurance. You always dreamed about owning your first house or car or business, but you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. For details, contact Harry Peterson, agent. Call 573-756-6736 or stop by 700 West Karsh Boulevard in Farmington today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. Third inning, first pitch swinging, Mia Schweigert. That's going to be an error on the shortstop. It goes right underneath Caitlin Strange. And reaching is Mia Schweigert. She doubled in the first and reaches on an error in the third. And I think that time that Schweiger, or rather uh, Caitlin Strange, just took her eye off the ball. She came in, she had the uh, ball to field, and she just looked up a little bit too quick trying to see where the runner is, and that uh, went under her glove. And Ava Meyer stands in the right fielder. She thought about swinging on the first pitch, and that'll be a stolen bag for Schweiger. Now she'll go to third. Here's the throw, not in time, as it scoots away from the third baseman. And you'll score that a stolen base at second and reaching on the pass ball to third base. As the catcher, Kinsey Hurt, just a little too slow picking that one up after it tipped off her glove. The 0-1, this one's grounded foul, and Meyer behind 0-2. You can see the frustration in some of Whitehead's pitches now, too. After that first one, she kind of thought she had out number one. That didn't happen, so then she throws the ball in the dirt, and then that gets away from the catcher. She's not real uh, quick at getting it back, and so the runner's over at third. Nobody out. The 0-2, this one... Knuckled to the second baseman. It's going to drop in front of her, and she won't have a play on it as it was just a little too slow of a pop push, if you will. It wasn't really a pop, more of a push off the knob. They're not the knob, but just above the hands, and an RBI single for Ava Meyer. Kind of like a uh, take a tennis racket, maybe a shuttlecock with a uh, badminton racket, and just hit it. And that's kind of the way that ball fell on the infield. There's a bunt from Wiener back to the pitcher. That'll work as a sack as they get it over to first, and a good play by the pitcher, Caden Swyden. And the second sack bunt of the game for St. Jen as they're playing small ball, and it's working. Good fundamentals by the St. Jen Dragons team. They know how to play fundamental uh, softball. Now your bottom of the lineup, Ava Greer, who the last time up drove in a run with a double. She's behind this pitch. Or out in front of it, rather, a curveball, and it's 0-1-1. 6 nothing. the score, St. Genevieve leading, and the 0-1 outside for a ball. I was just going to go with it around radio. Nobody knew. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Except these people sitting by us. St. Gen wearing those 
<laughs> black uniforms. <laughs> they're they're green. This lady to the right says, "Yeah, I knew she was going to report us. She's going to take a picture." This is what the KFMO guys said. <laughs> the one one misses outside for a ball to an OS. Arcadia Valley supporting those pink uniforms. If we're working that way, yeah. Now they're in the gold uniforms. The two one. This one's fouled right back to the fence in front of us, and the count's two and two. I think I've seen a couple of uh, big-time announcers. I've, I've heard them on the radio and then seen the play later. Uh, and, and one guy that did it on TV several times was uh, the former Cardinal broadcaster. 2-2 popped up, coming towards us. The catcher throws off the mask and corrals a good play by Kenzie Hurt to throw the mask off and get to the fence to make the catch. P2, and there's two away, and that sends us back to the top of the order. Ava Huber with two outs and a runner at second. But the former Cardinal broadcaster on TV, not on radio, used to get left field and right field mixed up quite a bit. You'd hit a ball to the left field, and he'd go out to right, and he just let it go. Hard grounder to the shortstop. Strange up with it. She'll fire on a first, and that'll retire St. Genevieve in this third inning. They get one run on one hit, one error, and a runner left stranded. 6 nothing. St. Gen leads as we head to the bottom of the third. 891 due up for the Lady Tigers. That's next on the Parkland Sports Leader KFMO. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor high school sports online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches, one in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. Madison Gallagher leading things off for the Tigers. She's uh, was ahead in the count 1-0 and and then swings and misses at the second pitch. The count's even 1-1. One one. That inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegral, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington, and Jonathan Steffen on North State Street in Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, and life insurance as the 1-1 one one misses low and away, 2-1. Ava Greer still in the circle for the Dragons as they lead 6-0, and the 2-1 fouled off to the backstop, 2-2. Two -two. Ruth Francis, she'll get her first plate appearance. She's on deck. As Gallagher, the third baseman, at the dish and a 2-2 count. Greer rocks and fires. Strike three called at the knees inside. And Gallagher 
down looking, and that is strikeout number four on the game for Ava Greer. One away. And three of those four strikeouts have been the looking variety, so she's keeping these batters off balance even when uh, she's fallen behind a couple of times or actually worked the count a little bit full. She's still been able to come back and get them. And the first pitch to Ruth Francis. That one looked a little bit low and outside, but a good frame job behind the plate by Chloe Staffan, and it's 0-1. And the pitch from Greer. That one's low and hops to the dish. The count's even at 1-1. Greer wears jersey number 38. It's not often, and Sean and I mentioned this uh, last week, that you see a player wear that number as the 1-1 is swung on a miss, 1-2. and two. Usually you get numbers with high school teams that are up in at least to 27, I would say. And the 1-2. Swing and a miss. Three straight strikeouts, and Ruth Francis is down swinging. And there's two away here in inning number three, and that brings up Caitlin Strange as we're back to the top of the order for the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers in this third inning with two outs. And sometimes you look at uh, numbers like that, or 23, or even... You know, some of the numbers that are higher in a uh, team, sometimes it means something to somebody. Strange swinging at the first pitch. Oh, what a play and a dive as the second baseman, Mia Schweigert, had to go a long way to her right to get it and dove and caught it just before the second base bag. And the third inning comes to a close. 6 nothing. the score. St. Jen with the advantage. We head to the fourth inning, 2-3-4-2 up for the Dragons as they lead. This inning break courtesy of Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegraw and Jonathan Steffen. 6 nothing. St. Jen after 3 on KFMO. You love your truck and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits and of course the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart. We're buying a car isn't rocket science. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Check the out-of-town scoreboard, courtesy of Mineral Area Overhead Door. First here, 6-0 St. Jen as we head to the fourth inning, and Maddie Terry leads things off for the Dragons. Soccer, girls soccer, wins are leading Fredericktown 1-0 with 32 minutes left in the first half. That's on the Mineral Area Overhead Door out-of-town scoreboard. Mineral Area Overhead Door installing entry and storm doors, decks and railings, and beam central vacuum systems. 
For more on the services they provide, visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Their location is 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. Ground ball on the first pitch as Terry sends it to third base. And coming up with it, Gallagher on to first. And retiring Terry. That was on a 1-0 count. Score at 5-3, and there's one away. A good start to the inning for pitcher Cadence Whited. She needed 25 pitches to get through the first, 24 in the second for a total of 49, and then needed just 11 to get out of, th- out of the third inning. Came into the inning at 60 pitches as the first pitch by Chloe Staffen, the catcher, fouled off, and she's behind 0-1-1. Yeah, I think she has gone along as the game has gotten a little bit. She's got a little bit more warm, and she's done a few things the right way. Here's a line drive off of the third baseman. That gets into foul territory, but it's a fair ball because Gallagher touched it on the fair side of third base, and that'll be a one-out single for Chloe Staffan. She reached safely for the first time in this one. And I think she just kind of misjudged it just a bit, did Addison Gallagher. She was down there, saw the ball hit right at her, started to go up, and I think she went up a little too early, and the ball ticked off of her glove into left field. So we'll score that one a hit and uh, run her down at first base as the left fielder, Francis, did a good job getting the ball back in. Autumn Warner comes in. She's the courtesy runner as the first pitch swinging fouled off as Hope Schmelzley is at the plate with one on and one out after the single from Chloe Staffan. Again, that runner, Autumn Warner, as Cadence Whited working in the circle. And Schmelzley back to the batter's box in the 0-1. Down there at the knees, called a strike in the count now 0-2. Schmelzley had a two-RBI double in the first, flew out to center on a well-hit ball in the second, batting now in the fourth, behind 0-2 the pitch. Lifts this one in the air to right field, hooking towards the foul line. Right fielder comes over and makes the catch. Or did she? Yep. She did. And so there's two away. The way that the on-deck hitter was approaching the plate, I didn't know if the catch was made. We're screened by the fence. And a good play by Riley Dillard to get over there and make the catch. She had to go a long way for that one. Yes, she did. And we've seen better outfield play as the game has gone along for Arcadia Valley. Early in the uh, game, a couple of fly balls that maybe should have been caught, dropped in. Now we've seen a couple of fly balls as a pickoff move down to first. And they got the runner in a pickle, diving safely, though, with the stolen base. It's Autumn Warner. As the pitch misses for a ball to Mallory Wolk. And coming off the bag was Warner, drawing a throw from the catcher Hurt. And Warner just took off for second base. She got down there pretty quick because it took a little time to get the ball to her and down at second base, and she did a good job of getting in there under the tag. The 1-0 misses low. It's 2-0 as Cadence Whited makes her way back to the circle. Two outs in the top of the fourth, 6-0 St. Jen, and an off-speed pitch drops in there. And Wolk sees the count go to 2-1. Wolk has grounded out to second, grounded out to third. See if she goes around the horn here. The 2-1, high for a ball, 3-1. She's going to hit me with the baseball or softball again, isn't she? I think so. Yeah. She had an RBI ground out in the first. The 3-1 pops this one in the air towards us. Glenn, look out. No, I'm kidding. It's going behind (laughs) us. 3-2. She's aiming for me. That bald guy over there keeps telling me I'm going to make outs. I don't like him. After three innings, Central leading Bismarck 14 to nothing on the out-of-town scoreboard. Here's a line shot to the third baseman. It's going to hop onto first, and a good job to reach up and corral that one as Elena Laura caught it. Addison Gallagher with the putout at third base, and that will do it on the fourth inning as we head to the bottom of inning number four. One hit, no runs, no errors, and a runner left stranded. 
And St. Genevieve still leads 6-0 through 3.5. To the bottom of the 4th we go, 2-3-4 do up for the Lady Tigers on KFMO. McCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCary Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bonterre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. 6-0, we're in the bottom of the fourth. Cadence White leads things off for Arcadia Valley as her club trails St. Genevieve. And the first pitch from Greer, this one's lifted towards right field. The right fielder coming in, Meyer, she can't get to it. It drops just in front of her, and that'll be a leadoff single for the Leadoff hitter in the inning, and the pitcher, Cadence Whited. Yeah, I think maybe Meyer might have lost that one in the sun just a bit. She's got glasses on out there, but as she came in, it looked like she just suddenly stopped and was looking for the ball, and it fell right in front of her for a leadoff hit. And the look at the mineral area overhead door out of town scoreboard. Wins are leading Fredericktown girls soccer 2 to nothing, with 26 minutes left in the first half. Uh, showing bunt, it's Brianna Ivester, and she fouls it off. Ava Greer still in the circle for the Dragons. Lefty Ivester at the dish for A.V. And the runner at first again is Cadence Whited. The 0-1. This one's high. Ooh, and a good job by the catcher, Chloe Staffin, to reach up and keep it in the glove and not let it get to the backstop, and the count's 1-1. One one. Yeah, and I think she was also eyeballing the runner down at first, thinking she's going to have to come out, get that uh, pitch, and maybe fire it down to second base. And she did a great job just getting the pitch. Here's a bunt popped up and a catch, and they're going to have a double play. All they have to do is come back and step on the bag. And that's a double play. So you'll rule that one. P2. And a throw out to first, so P2-3 on the double play. And a bad base running situation by Cadence Whited. I don't think she knew exactly where the ball was. She thought it was out in front of the plate, maybe on the ground. And she was just trying to dig towards second base, thinking it would probably go foul. And despite the yells from her dugout, she couldn't hear it. And she stayed at second base after the ball was caught. And also, the ball got past the first baseman just a bit, Mallory Wolk. But uh, she goes back and picks it up and stands on the back. What is confusing to me, Glenn, is that as the 1-0 misses low for a ball and it's 2-0 to Elena Lara, the cleanup hitter, Wynand was facing the catcher when that bunt was made and hit and tipped into the catcher's mitt. And I looked over, and she's still looking. And as the catcher went to throw it to first, instead of going back, Whited went down to second as grounding out is Laura, and that's a quick inning in the bottom of the fourth. We head to the fifth inning, 6-0 the score, St. Genevieve leading on KFMO. 
You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a new or used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Auto Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Hi, just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you. Right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. Top of the fifth inning, 6-0. St. Genevieve with the advantage, and they bring up Mia Schweigert, Ava Meyer, and Brenna Wiener for sure in this inning. Those are the guaranteed hitters. Ava Greer in the hole, or the fourth spot, rather. We would all oftentimes in the dugout make up a word for that. Instead of being in the hole, you're in the cube. As the first pitch to Schweigert in there for a strike at the knees. And it's still Cadence Whited working in the circle, the 0-1. Outside for a ball. Count even at 1-1. One and one. A double for Schweigert in the first, then an error that she reached on in the third, and she ended up scoring in that one. And the 1-1, high for a ball, make it 2-1. She scored in the RBI single from Ava Meyer. Schweigert is the second baseman. She made a really good play as well to end the third inning for Arcadia Valley hitting-wise. And the 2-1 is high for a ball, 3-1. Why did you needed just 11 pitches to get out of the third inning, then 13 in the fourth, bringing her pitch totals down as the 3-1 is fouled back, make it 3-2. She always, was, hate, go ahead. always hate that sound when you hear that thump. <laughs> but here at Arcadia Valley, it's usually the no concession stand. No cars <laughs> back here. Luckily, as after the second inning, Whited was on pace as another foul ball keeps it 3-2. She was on pace for about 98 pitches. Wow. In this after the fourth inning. She's currently at 73 because of those two quicker third and fourths. Needed 25 in the first and 24 in the second. And this will be the seventh pitch of the at-bat. And it's lifted in the air to left. Going back to get it is the left fielder. And Francis just had to take one step to her right and a little bit back, and she makes the play. Marie Francis has done a good job after a kind of a shaky 
start here today. She's really picked it up defensively in the outfield since then. A couple of hard balls hit right at her. She's played them perfectly and got underneath them and uh, brought in the outs. Early on, it was a little bit of an adventure out there, but she's uh, changed up things, maybe got a little warmed up, and things are rolling pretty good in left field. And the first pitch to Ava Meyer, the right fielder, is into the dirt and to the backstop for a ball. She's ahead in the count. She's one for two today, an RBI single in the third, struck out swinging in the first, and the 1-0. At the knees, but just low for a ball, 2-0. Checking the middle area overhead door out of town scoreboard, and we have a final score. It's the Central Lady Rebels winning in four innings. 14 to nothing, the final score beating Bismarck. As the Lady Rebels back in the win column, the 2 1, outside 3 1. At the dish, Ava Meyer for AV in the circle, still Cadence Whited. The 3 1, this one's poked towards the center fielder. She'll have to come across the second base bag to make the play in the outfield. And she does just that. Lily Persley, a good pursuit to the ball to her right and makes the catch. We've seen some good defense now from A.V. after, like I said, starting off a little bit rough. Their outfielders have got out there and have uh, got a better jump on the ball. And despite the fact the sun is pretty much in their eyes most of the afternoon with the sun behind home plate, they're still doing a great job of getting to the ball and picking up that fly ball pattern quickly. Slap hit. Past the second or the third baseman and shortstop, and that'll be a two-out single for Brenna Wiener, her second of the game. Kind of an Ichiro Suzuki kind of a slap hit to left field. Almost a running jump as she hit it from the left side, just put it right in between the third baseman and the shortstop, Gallagher and Strange. I'd like to make a correction after the Central Rebels tweeted out the final score. Nope, not a final. They're in the heading to the fifth inning, and Lady Rebels leading 14-0 over Bismarck. And the runner goes, Wiener down to second. She'll slide in safely, and it'll get off of her and head to right field, and now she'll move up to third base. And she's going to try to score the throw coming in. Wiener with the dive, the tag, not applied. So a stolen base for Brenna Wiener, and she gets around second, went to third, and scored on the E2. Did you see what happened to the ball out there at second base? Yes, it tipped off of her leg and just went all the way to right field. Yeah, it hit there, and then it hit the bag, and then it went out to right field. And it kind of faked out the second baseman, Ibister. She went over there to try to get to it, and as it hit, it hit two things and went flying into right center field. And, uh, well, good job that time by the runner just to put on the, uh, put on the uh, gas and get around third base and score. So there will be two away. It's 7-0 St. Genevieve. That run will not be earned. As there's a meeting at the mound, will we see a pitching change? As it's a pretty long meeting. The umpire letting them talk out there with two away in the fifth inning. Now it looks like the field umpire will be the one to come in and break it up, but Coach Matt Oberly makes his way back to the dugout. No new pitcher, still Cadence Whited out there. She's pitched four and two-thirds innings so far and faces off against Ava Greer, who is... One for two in this one, a pop out to the catcher and an RBI double, and she also scored in that second inning. And she lays off the first pitch she sees. and the, Or the second pitch, rather. And a 2-0 count or a 1-1 count, Glenn? Got a 1-1 count now. And the pitch. High and outside. Count 2-1. and one. 
scoreboard's a little behind. Now they catch up. Now they still haven't put the strike up there yet. They missed it on the stolen base. 7-0 the score, the 2-0 in their first strike, and the count's 2-2. Two and two. We're going to have another situation like yesterday where should have been a walk. Instead, it was a strikeout because of an extra pitch. The 2-2. Two, two. This one low in the dirt. 3-2, no. It was, okay. We are going to have a situation where we have an extra pitch. Look at that. Yeah. So the count, they, on the board they have a 3-1. The umpire said 3-1. Our ruling is 3-2. I'm not sure what the call was on the first pitch where the runner stole. And that's what the third the umpire, base coach is coming down to talk about right now. And head coach of St. Jen, Becky Keim, he's asking as well, the count's either... All right, they do say 3-1, so we missed a pitch as the runner stole on a pitch that I guess wasn't called or was called a ball, and we have an extra pitch again. Now we'll work a walk. So score at 5-1 five, five, as the runner goes down to first. It's Ava Greer. A couple of situations, back-to-back days. How often do you see that? Well, it's early in the season. Everybody's uh, <laughs> everybody's still uh, getting started here, including us. And Jolie Walker will... Make her way to first base to Curtis run for the pitcher, Ava Greer. The best part about it was nobody looked at us when we were talking about <laughs> yes, it. Yes, yes. We're hey. closer. We're closer to, <laughs> to home plate than we were yesterday. Yeah. Runner at first and the leadoff hitter, Ava Huber, up. First pitch high for a ball. And a 7 nothing game, St. Genevieve leading. Seven runs on... Ten hits, and this one's popped up towards the right side. The right fielder coming in. Oh, and excuse me, catch as Dillard. I don't think she saw it and just stuck the arm out. Look, Mom, look what I found. And that'll do it for the top of the fifth inning. We head to the bottom of the fifth, 7 nothing. the score. St. Genevieve leading Arcadia Valley on KFMO. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a newer used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Auto Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. <laughs> Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. 
High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. One and one count to Lily Persley as she leads off the fifth inning. Arcadia Valley trailing St. Genevieve. 7-0 in a 1-1 count to Persley as Greer is still in the center or in the uh, circle. And check the out-of-town scoreboard. Now their final, Central beating Bismarck 15-0 in four innings after they get to the bottom of the fourth and score that 15th run. 2-1 as the pitch misses. And the 2-1 missing low for a ball, 3-1. Persley grounded out to second base in the second inning. In a 7-0 game, her club trailing the 3-1 outside, and that's the first walk for Arcadia Valley in this game. The first walk given up by Ava Greer. Well, Ava Greer doesn't want to start off the inning with a walk like that, but you're getting closer to the bottom of the order, so you want to come out and come after these hitters, even though you gave up that first walk. You're still up 7-0. It's going to take quite a few more base runners before they uh, start to catch you, so just come after them and see what you can do. Batting second, Kinsey Hurt. She has the first hit of the game for Arcadia Valley, a single back in the second. She's ahead 1-0 here. Checking that mineral area overhead door out of town scoreboard once more, and Windsor leading Fredericktown on the girls' soccer side, 3-0. Here's a grounding ball to the second baseman. Could be two on the second for one to first, and a double play. Score at 4-6-3, and a good diving stop by Mia Schweiger. Oh, no, they call the runner safe over there at second. Wow. I guess maybe she missed the bag going across because it looked like right uh, for all practical purposes that she was out at second base as well. So Kinsey Hurt will be out on a put-out play of 4-6-3. What they did is they saw me write that down. Yeah, me said, too. How can they? How can we mess up his score sheet a little bit more? First pitch to Skylar Romines in the dirt for a ball. And the 1-0 in their first strike. Again, Windsor leading Fredericktown 3-0. Girls soccer, 17 minutes left in the first half. So would you call that an E4? Since, or would you call it an E6? I don't know who missed the back. No, you can never assume the double play. That would be not be an error as this one gets down in left, and that will allow the runner to move up to second on a one-out single by Skylar Romines. But that's not assuming the double play because that's assuming the first out. So that's like I guess you're a right. ground up ball to second base. Now, you can't assume this first baseman would that's, be out. That's correct, yeah. yeah. But uh, on that particular place, I, I don't know who made the mishandle of the ball or what happened out at second base, whether they missed the back coming across. I would think maybe it was the shortstop, but we don't know for sure. Runners at the corners, and a strike called to Addison Gallagher. She struck out looking in the second. I guess it's still a 4-6-3, but not a double play. That is correct, <laughs> yes. The 0-1 missing low, and it's 1-1. One and one. And a 7 nothing game. Arcadia Valley threatening for the first time in this one. Have a runner at third base, and it's Lily Persley. The 1-1 one, one in there, right down the middle. Strike number two to Addison Gallagher. Greer back to the rubber. Gallagher in. The 1-2 at the knees and outside. And the count's even at two balls and two strikes. I think Arcadia Valley has looked better as this game has gone along. Unfortunately, they kind of got into a hole early on, and that's kept them from really coming back here. The 2-2 in the dirt, 3-2, a full count to Gallagher. 
could be a big run out there at third just to kind of get them going again if they could get that run home. The okay. 3-2 fouled off directly to Glenn Berry. <laughs> okay, I won't say that. I'm putting too much pressure on everybody. And the count is full still at 3-2. and two. Greer delivers the payoff pitch, and we'll redo it. Look at that, Glenn. <laughs> fouled off into the fencing up there. And it's going to stick, too, behind the top bar, and we'll redo that 3-2 count again. Oh, you see something new every day. The 3-2 once more at the knees and a walk, and the bases will be loaded. That one just missed. And Ruth Francis stands in, and there's nowhere to put her. She struck out swinging in the third inning. That collective gasp or sigh you might have heard was the Arcadia Valley fans. Some of them thought it might have hit the outside corner. The rest of them were like, I'm not sure, but uh, it turns out to be a walk. Let's see if we have a pitching change. Coach Kime coming out to talk things over. She's got the lineup card in her hand as well. Long, lengthy conversation. One out in this fifth inning. 7 nothing is the score, and it favors St. Jen, and the bases are loaded. Lily Persley over at third. At first base, Skylar Romines, and at first, Addison Gallagher after walking. And uh, what's our ruling? Are we going to give an error on the shortstop or second baseman out there? Or? You know, I, I don't know. It if, was a close play no matter what. I'm yeah. wondering if they ruled her safe as beating, beating it out. Yeah, and that might be the case as well. So I'm kind of reserving to my judgment. I may want to see if we can't get a... Uh, a ruling from one of the coaches here to find out, or maybe one of the umpires will tell us what happened out at second base. But for the most part, that wasn't really, uh, I mean, it was hard for us to tell. It was either a throw that didn't get there in time, which would be basically a fielder's choice, but uh, the other part of that would uh, be somebody didn't cover the bag, somebody didn't touch the bag, allowing the runner to be safe when they should have been out. So I don't know. And first pitch swinging, Ruth Francis behind 0-1 as she swings through the fastball, and Ava Greer still in the circle. I believe that was just a conversation of what we want to do if the ball is hit to us, Glenn. And a 7-0 game, the Dragons leading, and Greer with the 0-1 at the knees, but inside for a ball, and the count's 1-1. and saw something else I've never seen in a softball game or any game before. Uh, in between, while we were waiting on that uh, conference out there, the second base umpire went over to third, told the batter to go back to the batter's box. The 1-1 at the knees called a strike. I have also never seen that. Usually you'll <laughs> let the the coaches talk things over with the hitters. Yeah. Well, she was down there talking to the runner at third, and he went back over to oh. said, nope, get down there. The 1-2, swing and a miss. Ruth Francis down swinging for the second time, and this one two away with the bases loaded. And that brings up the leadoff hitter, Caitlin Strange, who thought she had a single in the third, but a good diving play at second by Ivester retired the inning. Well, she did get, uh, as Ruth Francis strikes out, she didn't ground it to a double play. So, in other words, she kept this inning alive, at least by that, and that gives an opportunity for the top of the order to come around. With the bases loaded, strange ahead, 1-0. Gapper here could make this an interesting ballgame. 1-0 in the dirt, strange ahead, 2-0. A grand slam makes this a three-run game as St. Jen leads 7-0 currently. Just don't hit the red card. Please. you got to get a ton of it to do that. The 2-0 in there at the knees on the inside called a strike. I'm not talking about the station vehicle. I'm talking about mine in oh, left field. you got to give it a ride to get out there, too. <laughs> <laughs> and the 2-1 from Greer to Strange, and she'll foul this one past the third base bag. And now a huge pitch 
from Ava Greer coming here in a 2-2 count with two outs and the bases loaded ahead 7-0. Caitlin Strange came up hobbling just a bit after that. She just kind of walked gingerly back into the uh, batting box area. Now she steps in, so let's see if that affects her in any way. Foul ball got her toe in the 2-2. Swing and a miss. Struck her out, and Arcadia Valley strands the bases loaded. As Greer works out of trouble, we've played five full 7-0. St. Genevieve leading Arcadia Valley on KFMO. When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a newer used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Auto Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you. Right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a newer used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Auto Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. Maddie Terry lead things off in the sixth inning for St. Genevieve as they lead 7-0, and she'll foul this one off and will make it a 1-2 count after fouling off the first pitch and watching the second one for a ball, the third one she fouls off. 1-2, and we'd like to inform you on what happened out there at second base that we were determining had it been an error or not. The toss to the shortstop as this one's lifted in the air towards left. That'll get down in no man's land, and it'll be an easy single for Terry as she makes the turn. And that'll bring in Chloe Staffen. So the throw from the second baseman, Schweigert, to Huber at second. 
They would have had the out, but Huber had already come off the bag, so that'll be an E6. And so one error for St. Genevieve. So unfortunate that it is an error, but that's what happened out there. We just couldn't see from our angle. And by the way, that last uh, hit by Terry, that's a Wee Willie uh, Keeler hit. You know what that means? <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> His motto was swing hard and hit them where they ain't. Yeah, and that's, that's what exactly happened what with happened. that ball. Yeah. <laughs> that ball fell where there was nobody around it to be able to get to it. Staffen fouls off the first one, watches this one in there at the letters for a strike, and she's behind 0-2. Of course, I would have probably been surprised if you knew who Willie Keeler was because he played in 1939. Never heard of him. And I had to look that one up. He's a Hall of Famer. The 0-2 fouled off. We'll do it again. Staffen, one for two in the game, had a sack bunt in the first, flew out to center uh, to left field rather in the second, and singled in the fourth. And that brought in Autumn Warner to courtesy run, and she stole second. And an 0-2 count here in the sixth inning. Nobody out and a runner on. The pitch from Whited still in the circle. This one in the air to left. To her right, I beg your pardon, left. It's Ruth Francis. And on a dive, she'll come up with it. Nice play by Francis. That ball was drifting away from her. And as she started going towards center field, she was the only one that had a chance to get to it. She just kept with it, stayed with it on to the last minute and had to go down on her knees to catch it, but she did. Here we are talking earlier about broadcasters that don't know right field from left field. <laughs> that one was hit to left. And the first pitch now to the cleanup hitter, Hope Schmelzley, inside for a ball. Here's a funny stat about Willie Keeler, since everybody's at home probably going, who the heck is Willie Keeler? The 1-0, this one's in the air to center field, ranging to her right, Pursley. She'll come away with it, and that'll be out number two in the inning. Keeler had 8,591 at bats. He had 2,932 hits. 241 of them were doubles. How many home runs do you think he hit his entire career? Oh, this is what year? 1939, you say? Total home runs? Yeah. Two. 33 total in his career. This one popped up towards the Arcadia Valley dugout. Catcher going over, and she can't get to it. As Kinsey Hurt will give the batter, that is Mallory Wolk, a second chance. And, Glenn, that's probably the third baseman's ball. Yeah, probably is because it's a lot easier to come to it from that position than it is to try to look straight up and run under it because... Just a difficult play, plus you got all that catching gear going, too. The 0-1 high for a ball, 1-1. One one. Still in the circle, Cadence Whited needed 94 pitches to get through five innings. And the 1-1 high, and the pickoff move, not in time. Counts uh, now 2-1. and one. i got to tell you this about Cadence. She has done a good job of recovering from, really, not a very good first inning, and, and it wasn't all her doing, but at the same time, She's pitched pretty well throughout the rest of this game. And the 109th pitch from Cadence Whited is fouled off, and it's 2-2. Two and two. You and I were talking about you know how quick this game might go, and I thought, man, we might be done really quick if this game goes like it was in the first two innings. But Whited has settled down. The 2-2. Two, two. Oh, that one slipped out of the hands. <laughs> a good job by the catcher. Hurt to just snow cone that one above her head. 3-2. That's the old Ephus pitch. It was... Uh, Looked like it was going up and coming down, but it never really came down. A great job by the uh, catcher, Hurt. The 3-2, this one's popped up towards the Arcadia Valley dugout, and it's going to squeak out of play. As Wolk stays alive again, redo the 3-2 count. Cadence Whited, I imagine, will probably be here in the seventh inning. Two away here in the top of the sixth. The 3-2, strike three, and that'll do it on the inning. We head to the bottom of the sixth as St. Genevieve... Gets one runner on on a single. They strand her and go down three straight after that. 
7-0, St. Jen leading Arcadia Valley 2-3-4 to up in the sixth as Arcadia Valley seeing their time run out with two innings left to bat. We'll be back right after this as this quarter break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsagraw and Jonathan Steffen on KFMO. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor high school sports online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches, one in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau Agent Mike Sonsagraw, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington, and Jonathan Steffen on North State Street, Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. Arcadia Valley trailing St. Gen 7 nothing. And Cadence White had leads things off here in inning number six. The bottom half of the inning. First pitch swinging to the second baseman. Oh, botched, but enough time. And Mia Schweigert makes the play. Well, she turned in what could have been a, a little bit of a disaster there into a good play after dropping the uh, knuckleball flying out to second base. Schweigert just stayed patient, picked it up through the first, got the runner in plenty of time. Mineralary overhead door out of town scoreboard at halftime. Windsor leads Fredericktown 5 nothing on the girls' soccer side. Been getting into the uh, St. Louis City soccer games? Ha- no, I, I have not been able to watch them because they're on uh, Apple TV. Well, a couple of them have been free, but that's the only two I've got to watch. But I did listen to them a little bit. The 1-0 yeah. misses outside. Sorry, Glenn. I, I think it's uh, a matter of, you know, you watch Ted Lasso, you start watching soccer. You know. I thought about getting into that, but I really <laughs> haven't. The 2-0 pitch. Right there at the letters for a strike. It's Brianna Ivester batting for AV with one away in the bottom of the sixth. I want to get to the game where they play Kansas City at the end of May. Yeah. That'd be or Sporting fun. KC, I guess. 2-1. Fouled off 2-2. Yeah, already a little bit of uh, animosity between the two teams in uh, Missouri. They made a, a fan-run podcast, changed their name. The podcast was named Soccer Capital as the 2-2 Mississippi, was it soccer capital of Missouri or soccer yeah. capital of the world? I think it was soccer capital of Missouri. And Sporting KC has a team-run podcast that has the name with the spelling of the word capital with an O instead of an A. As the 3-2 is fouled off, we'll do it again. Ivester staying alive. And they took legal action. So the, the podcast for St. Louis City SC had to change the name, and a lot of fans were giving them uh, all of it. As a swing and a miss by Ivester, and she's down on strikes for the second time and is 0 for 3 in the game. I think, I'm not sure, I'd have to look this up, but I think Sporting KC's uh, record is not very good. No, year. and that's what people are making fun of them for. Oh, Sporting Capital really, and when St. Louis City SC is 5-0 and, oh, and Kansas City is 1-4. and four. 
I think one of the funniest things about sports right now, the ball's in the dirt, is the uh, fact that every week you're watching XFL games with nine, ten, twelve thousand at most fans, and then St. Louis has a couple of games that are more than everybody else combined. One zero to Laura, and she's ahead two and zero. Is that one misses low? It's it's not that uh, I don't want to pay to get Apple TV and, and see it. It's just I just don't have the time, really, mm-hmm. as the 2-0 is swung at and missed. Well, don't forget the 30-day free trial. Oh, that's true. That's true. I forgot about that. Um, I forget about it when I get the 30-day <laughs> free trial, and about 90 days later, I'm like, oh, that's what that money's for. Okay. <laughs> the 2-1. This one's in the air to center field. Coming to get it is Schmelzley. It's over her head. And that'll be a single for Lara trying to make it two. The throw coming in the second on the relay and standing with a double on two outs. It's Elena Lara. And the first extra base hit of the game for Arcadia Valley. Yeah, that ball was really hit hard, and it was hit straight away to center field. As we always talk about, when a right-handed hitter hits it right at you, it's going to tail back to your left if you're the center fielder. And that time it started tailing, and she had stepped in maybe one step too many and couldn't turn around and fix it. That brings in the opposite center fielder, Lily Persley, for the Tigers. And also another reason why I haven't been seeing any uh, St. Louis City SC games, the Blues are still playing on Saturday nights. Yeah, that's true. Which that's really not anything to watch, but as the Blues well, are... Well, now lately it's been I, pretty good. I guess yes. As the first pitch high and Persley ahead in the count. I'm really surprised at some of the guys they got. Strikes over the plate. Uh, Kapanen. Yes. Um, Brana. Jakob Brana and uh, Sammy Blade back. Yeah. They're playing really well. All those guys are scoring some goals. Now if we just get some defense. Pitch in there for a strike. And the count's two and two. With two outs and a runner at second. St. Jen leading 7 nothing in the 2-2 pitch from Ava Greer. Oh, that one's going to scoot to the backstop. Not testing it as Laura as she stays put at second. Personally wanted that one and just watched it to the dirt. Greer tried to get that off-speed pitch over, and uh, I think that time it's probably a good thing it was just a ball because the batter was just waiting on that off-speed pitch, and she might have crushed it. And the 3-2. This one's crushed to left field, and that'll get through for a base knock. And runners will be at the corners and a good piece of hitting by the center fielder, Lily Persley, as she's reached base safely for the second time, walked in the fifth, and now a single with two outs here in the sixth inning. Just a little too much of the plate is what that pitch caught and personally made her pay. She turned on it, hit it hard between short and third. Good play out in left field by Werner. She picked it back up and got it in as quickly as possible. And Kinsey Hurt stands in. She singled in the second. Grounded into what we thought was a double play in the fifth. She watches the first pitch miss outside for a ball. And the 1-0 from Greer on the ground right back to Greer. She'll fall to her knees to stop it, throw it on to first. And Arcadia Valley strands to runner. Score it 1-3 on the putout through six innings. St. Jen leading Arcadia Valley 7-0 on KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. 
Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyden Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. Seventh inning underway, leading things off for St. Genevieve. It's Mia Schweigert. She reached in an error in the third and came around to score and doubled in the first. Flew out in the fifth, and she's ahead in the count 1-0 as Cadence White is still in the circle for A.B. They trail 7-0 in the 1-0 in their first strike on the outside lower part of the plate, and the count's 1-1. Both pitchers have settled down a little bit. I think Arcadia Valley's pitcher has settled down quite a bit. Where on the other side, maybe Greer might be reaching the end of her uh, limit here today. She seems to be getting herself in a little bit of trouble lately. 1-1 one, one fouled off, and the count now 1-2, and, and this will be pitch number 115 for Cadence Whited coming here. And the 1-2. Ooh, that one again. Trying it look like a curveball or an EFIS-style pitch that never breaks, and the count's 2-2. Two two. That one was easily 30 miles per hour. <laughs> She's kind of gripping her right hand just a little bit. I think she just kind of lost the uh, grip on that one that last time. The 2-2, this one popped foul, and we'll redo it as Schweigert stays alive. She let off the fifth inning and worked a 3-2 count and flew out to left field that saw seven pitches be thrown by Whited. This will be pitch number six of this at-bat. Fouled off again, so we'll see seven once more, and still a 2-2 count. St. Jen in a 7 nothing game. Leading, we're in the seventh inning. The umpire going to help the catcher out as she has a strap not tightened on her helmet. And the 2-2 fouled off again. A good at-bat to lead things off for Mia Schweiger. You're playing girls softball. You've got to have good reflexes. You've got to have your equipment working properly as well because sometimes that ball gets right on top of you before you know. That's why you see several infielders wearing masks as well. The 2-2, two, two. that one's a ball, and it's 3-2, and this will be the ninth pitch of the at-bat. And a 3-2 count. This one right back to the shortstop, leaping to make it is strange, and she'll make the catch, score it L-2. 
six, and there's one away. The ruling, the corner infield, the pitcher has to wear the mask for softball. The corner infielders via Misha, it's highly recommended that they wear it. Not, It's not sanctioned that they have to wear it. As right. That brings in Ava Meyer in the first pitch she sees in there for a strike. You see the third baseman for A.V., Addison Gallagher, wearing it. First baseman, Elena Lara, no. She does not wear it, but she does have a visor on. And the 0-1 catches the outside part of the plate, 0-2. Ava Meyer, one for two, uh, one for three, rather, singled with an RBI in the third. And the 0-2, she'll pop this one past us and out of play. I had a beat on that one. I was actually backing up and calling for it, but uh, somebody behind me called me off. Did a good route, but uh, ultimately yeah. that'll go down as an error as the, uh, the p- person that called it off dropped it. <laughs> the umpire waiting for a ball, and it. The time he calls out, no, we got one, don't worry about it. The other one comes in. And so we're ready to go. We redo the 0-2 count. That one is still up at the top of the backstop as well. The 0-2 at the knees, off-speed pitch, didn't catch the bottom of the zone. And Meyer makes it a 1-2 count as she lays off. The 1-2, swing and a miss into the dirt. Meyer going to run down to first in the strikeout, not in time. As unable to catch it is the first baseman, Elena uh, Lara. And so you'll score to strikeout. But Meyer gets there on the E2. Oh, and they're going to give her second. Wow. So they, they call Lara on the obstruction, but really the she was there because that's where the ball went. That's a tough break for Arcadia Valley as Bruno Wiener stands in. So you'll score that a K, pass ball, and E3. That'll be an error on Arcadia Valley. And the pitch, Wiener showing bunt. She'll foul this one off, off the plate. The runner at second base, that's Ava Meyer. Last year we saw North County with a lot of uh, hitters. They were good at leaving the batter's box just at the right time. Got to get in a running start when they would swing, and this is what Werner has been doing all day today. The 1-1 missing high, and Berna Wiener ahead. 2-1. and one. Her last time up, she stroked her perfectly between the shortstop and the third baseman. Now uh, Gallagher's playing in with it. 2-1, fouled off, make it 2-2 with one out here in inning number 7 and a 7 nothing game for St. Jen. Those of you who watch uh, a lot of baseball and have been around for a while watching baseball uh, probably remember Ichiro Suzuki. That's the kind of style he had. The 2-2 right to the third baseman. She'll knock it down, but it'll squeak between her legs, and that'll hold the runner at second, but singling on the infield, Bruno Wiener, and she has her third hit in the game. She's three for three. Well, that's what you do. You put it in play, see what happens. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. That time works pretty well as the uh, runner who had reached on the pass ball in the air, is now at second base. you got runners at first and second. You've only got one official out, even though the K was, an, uh, was probably an out to begin with. Now something I haven't seen in a while, and that is uh, pitcher taking her sunglasses off. She tosses them over to first base, and they toss them into the dugout. Wiener, three for three. She's making a case for some free pizza courtesy of Little Caesars as the first pitch now to Ava Greer is fouled off. 
Greer could make things comfortable right now for St. Jen if she could lay into one. Player of the game brought to you by Little Scissors with locations in Farmington and Deloge. You can choose from a pepper, pepperoni, sausage, or cheese pizza for just $6.99 or a large thin crust pepperoni pizza for $7.99. Available all day, every day at Little Caesars. And the 0-1 taken for a strike. Greer behind 0-2 with one away in the seventh inning. The pitch high and away for a ball. Greer had an RBI double in the second. She came around to score and walked in the fifth. She's one for two today after popping out to the catcher in the third. After pitching the way she did, maybe an RBI here might put her in the running for some pizza as well. The one-two missing high and outside, two and two. As Cadence Whited makes her way back to the circle on the 2-2 pitch. Floater laid off of outside, 3-2. and two. The third time that we've seen Whited try that. Might just be one of those days where you don't have it. She'll go and get some dirt to try and regain some, not feeling, but kind of dry off her hand. What if the ball slipped out? The 3-2, swing and a miss. Greer down on strikes. Out number two, and it's just strikeout number four in the game for Cadence White at her first coming in the first inning, then didn't get a strikeout again until the sixth, and has two in this inning. Two away in the seventh with two on, and Ava Huber is up, and she'll push this one in the air. Second baseman coming in, Ivester makes the play, and that'll do it for the top of the seventh inning on a one-pitch flyout by Ava Huber, and we head to the Arcadia Valley, half of the seventh. They have three outs to get seven runs and extend this ball game, or St. Genevieve will be the victors. Bottom of the seventh we go. Due up for AV. It's 7-8-9. That's next on KFMO. McCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCary Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart, where buying a car isn't rocket science. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvements in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. 
1-0 count to Skylar Romine as she leads things off, and she'll put this one on the ground of the pitcher, clear out of the circle to first, and there's one away quickly in the bottom half of the seventh inning, and do or die time for the Lady Tigers. Well, Skylar Romine tries to put it into play, but she just can't get around on that pitch and grounds it right back up slowly to the pitcher, Greer, and she does a good job getting off the mound getting to it. That brings in Addison Gallagher, the third baseman, takes this one inside for a ball. Through seven innings, Cadence Whited, the pitcher for A.V., needed 136 pitches. As the 1-0 misses low for a ball, it's 2-0. Allows 12 hits and seven, earn, uh, seven runs, rather, five earned. Struck out four, the 2-0 missing inside, and it's 3-0. Might have benefited from a little bit better luck as well. If uh, a couple of fly balls that uh, weren't quite uh, caught had been caught, that would have changed things around a bit. The 3-0 in there for a get-me-over strike. It's 3-1 at the knees. Ruth Francis awaits on deck with one out in the seventh inning. Addison Gallagher at the dish. Ava Greer still in the circle. The 3-1 at the knees again, 3-2. That's not to say that the sun wasn't an issue early in the game and uh, seemed to be less of an issue as the game wore on, but... uh, not really a bad performance. The 3-2 fouled off. We'll do it again. Cadence White had the command, though. No walks, but she did hit one. As Greer works in her seventh inning of work. And we'll redo the 3-2 count as Gallagher stayed alive. And that one just missed inside. That will be the second walk worked by these Arcadia Valley Lady Tiger hitters. Maybe he's not going to go down without a fight here. They're going to try to do what they can to get some runners on base. They need a whole lot of runners, and right now Ruth Francis stands at the plate. She struck out twice today. She'll ground this one to the pitcher. This could be two. Instead, they'll get the wise out at first, the one right in front of Ava Greer, and you'll score that 1-3, and it almost works as a sacrifice bunt as moving up in the scoring position is Addison Gallagher. And Arcadia Valley down to their final out as Caitlin Strange Thumbs up to bat. Caitlin has had a rough day as well. She's uh, popped out. She's hit a line drive to the second baseman and struck out. This one's going to scoot to the backstop. The runner not going to go, and it'll be ball one. That line out to the second baseman, Glenn, that was also one that probably could have been a single, but Mia Schweigert dove to make the play and into the inning. And in that fifth inning, Strange struck out on uh, the bases loaded. The 1-0 at the knees and low for a ball, 2-0. St. Genevieve, they're back in action coming up tomorrow on the road, taking on Leopold. Arcadia Valley, they play on Friday as this one's popped up and towards the left field side. Brenna Wiener comes over. She can't corral it, and that'll be an error on Wiener, the left fielder, as it'll be a two-bag error as Strange settles in and a runner scores. Addison Gallagher, and there goes the shutout. From Ava Greer. Well, it's not what you expected from uh, Wainer out in left field. That ball looked like she was under it all the way, but at the last minute, maybe took her eye off the ball, not sure, but it ticked off of her glove, and it rolled down the left field line into the corner, and that allowed the run to come around to score. It'll be 7-1 to one as this one's popped up behind us and out of play as Cadence White comes in, trying to extend the game with two outs on the bottom of the seventh, and the count's 0-1. What makes it even worse is, Wiener was right on the line, but touched it in fair territory. 
The runner at second now, Caitlin Strange, and the 0-1 missing low in the dirt, and it's 1-1 one one as Ava Greer needed just 14 pitches to get through the first, 19 in the second, 10 in the third, 7 in the fourth, 27 in the fifth, and 20 in the sixth as the 1-1 one one misses outside. Talking about Wayner not catching that ball in left field, that is a lonely feeling when you're the left fielder and that ball ticks off of your glove and rolls into the corner. You feel like you've got about 300 yards to go to get it. The 2-1. Line right back up the middle. That might score a run as Whited will have a single. Bobbling it in the outfield is the center fielder Schmelzley, and that'll allow Strange to score. That's a double for Whited and an RBI. Well, they're hitting the ball hard right now. Greer needs one more out to get out of this inning. She is the uh, at the number three batter right now, Brianna Ivester. Make it 7-2. Ivester fouls this one between her legs and back to the backstop, and she's behind 0-1-1. She struck out twice and grounded into a double play, or popped into a double play, rather, in the fourth inning on a bunt attempt. Pitch missing low, and it's 1-1. 7-2 is the score. Katie Valley threatening in this inning. they got a lot of work to do to send it to extras, though. Still need five runs to tie. Count one and one, Greer delivers. This one's popped up towards the second baseman, coming on to get it. That's Schweigert, and that will do it. Score at P4, and the game comes to a close. 7-2, the final score as St. Genevieve has won four straight. They're now four and three. Arcadia Valley has lost four games on the season. They're one and four, an 0-4 and four in conference play, and St. Gen the Dragons remain undefeated in conference play at 4-0. and oh. Bill Best, American Family Insurance postgame show coming up after this break. Again, the final score, 7-2, St. Genevieve. 